hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Roll For It. It's a fast-paced Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring random monsters and epic adventures. Each episode, we will roll for it, using the dice to randomly select which monster we face out of our list of 100 options. Even our DM won't know what comes next. Every monster becomes part of a continuous journey that pushes our characters to grow together as they grow stronger. We'll be leveling up every episode, so our characters will get very powerful very fast as we approach the final boss. So whether you're brand new to the game or a true D&D veteran, thank you for tuning in to Roll For It. Season two. Hey! Very good, very good. What's up? How is everybody feeling tonight? Excellent. Nervous but excited. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. Very same. (laughs) Nexius. Hashtag same. Can you guys actually introduce yourselves to the audience real quick and then tell us who you're playing, what your character is? Hey, I'm Colleen. I'm an actress and I am also a nerd. I play a turtle named Graham Graham. She's a turtle, which is just like a a turtle person. She is a cleric of the nature goddess Eldaith and she's traveled the world selling crocheted sweaters and healing those in need. She's a lover. Not a fighter. But my trusty frying pan will serve as a good whooping if someone really needs it. Graham Graham has a big shell that is always strapped with packs of craft supplies and gear for her travels. She wears an old apron with a turtleneck and a pearl necklace with her holy symbol on it. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Andrew, what's up? I mean, well, yeah, mysterious yeah. stranger. Yes. <laughs> uh, my name is Andrew. I'm a musician, and my character's name is Eric. He's a Githzerai who was rescued from his home during a dangerous riot in the city and brought to a secret monastery. For 20 years, Eric trained with shadow monks, but now is his time to return to the city and fight for the good of its people. His skin is sort of green, but with black markings and a bunch of tattoos. One is a phoenix tattooed on his arm. He's skinny, but he's all muscle, and he always carries a mysterious flask on his belt. Now I'm able to carry one instrument. Still trying to decide what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll yeah, come to you. It'll come to me, yeah. What's up? I'm Kendall. I'm a gamer. Uh, board games, video games, mind games, uh, you name it. All the games. Hunger All games. The ga- Hunger games. <laughs> My character is a super tough, ambitious, young half-orc named Zula. Zula was trained for battle first by her mom and her world-famous adventurer stepdad. But she has never had her own time in the spotlight. She has traveled to the big city to show everybody what she can do. Zula is seven feet tall, light hair, and has half-orc gray-green skin. She's muscular and wields a huge, fancy great axe. And season two, let's go! That is it. And I'm Jake. I'm the dungeon master, so I'm controlling all the non-player characters and randomly determined monsters. And I'm doing my very best to make sure everybody has a good time while also trying to kill them. But, uh... (laughs) 
I'm excited for this season. We recently launched our Patreon. So here's a quick shout out to Durbin's Pack and everybody else who is supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so much. You're going to buy us pizza today and we're so excited to eat that pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pepperoni. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Keep listening. And, uh, well, here's the show. Urid City. Ooh, I like that. Wow. He's very Urid City, where our adventure begins, is a bustling hub of activity, home to thousands of citizens, the latest technology for the time, and constant new and strange developments in the world of magic. A city so chaotic has great need for adventuring types, and out of that need rose the mysterious Guild of Guardians. In the market square of town, two turtles have set up a craft stand. One of them has just sold a crocheted sweater to a happy customer. There you go, sweetie. Should keep you nice and cozy in those cold nights. Your future mate, Grocky, is here as well. Like, does he make his own stuff? He makes his own tea blends. Ah, okay. So tea blends and crochets. Yes. So far, it's been a pretty good day for the two of us. I think we've made a respectable earning, Grocky. If you'd like to take your recess now to say your prayers to Eldaith, I'll watch the stand for a while. You know I always want to pray to Eldaith. Sure thing, sweetheart. All right, so you go to your usual spot. You have this spot in the alley that's like a nice little tree and some flowers next to it, and you use that to pray to Eldaith. I've been away from nature too long, but I pray you're doing well and taking care of it. And sometime soon I'll come back, but Grocky's tea is just so nice, and I can't wait till we're old enough to finally consummate our relationship just before we die. Looking forward to the completing of the saga. <laughs> so during this little uh, catch up with the goddess Eldaith, you're actually struck with a frightening vision. You see a sacred pool of water, and in a flash, the surface ignites in white hot flames. You open your eyes, and the vision is gone, but the fear remains. Eldaith then whispers to you through the wind. Softly but unmistakably, she says, Seek the guardians. Oh my, I was just about to have a good nap, too. Erak, it is time for you to take what you've learned and put it to practice back in the real world. Mm. You enter the honorary hall of the secret monastery where your master trainer, Grudak, awaits you. Grudak, I've been here for so long. I've trained so long. What is my purpose? Grudak places his hand firmly on your shoulder and he speaks. Your mission, Erak, is this. Do good. Can you expand on that? Do good. What does that mean, Grudak? Erak, you question the Lakula aura. You would question the way of shadow. No. My wisdom. No, I mean no disrespect. Do good. Trust me and trust yourself. You are ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
now we're back to Yurid City. So, uh, Zula, you've just showed up and you've just finally gotten everything together and you're ready to sign up with the Guild of Guardians. So you walk into the building. There's a guy behind the counter. He's actually a Warforged, which is like sort of a robot. He's got two extra arms on his back, sorting through papers behind him. And he looks at you, doesn't say anything, but just waits for you to speak up. Look at me. I'm here to sign up. Do you not know who I am? No. What is your name? I am Zula, the great keeper of the pig farms. Um, would you like to sign up with the guardians, Zula? Yeah, yes, yes. Please, thank you. (laughs) One of his hands grabs a piece of paper from behind him, just a single-sided piece of paper, and uh, hands it to another one of his hands, which hands it to you. Fill out this form. Do you need a quill? Uh, yes, please. Do you have something for collateral for a quill? We don't want them to go missing. Um, I only, I only have the armor on my back and my, my shoes. Any of those will do. Uh, okay. <laughs> Why don't I just take off my shoe and just toss it at you? <laughs> you leave one of your shoes on the counter. This guy whose name tag says Ted hands you over a quill and a little, little bit of ink. So the room that you're in is a huge lobby of the Guild of Guardians. It's got tall ceilings and marble arches, kind of like Grand Central Station. There are rows and rows of chairs with creatures of all types and builds chatting and waiting around. The Guild of Guardians was formed more than a hundred years ago, and every morning it collects requests from the citizens of Urid. Loose monsters, robberies, neighborhood disagreements. Then Ted, who has been the receptionist at the Guild for almost as long as it's been open, assigns each request to a team of adventurers. When they take care of the request, they get to split the gold payout with the Guild. Anyone can sign up to be an adventurer, but you have to prove yourself to get the heavy paying assignments. Erak, you enter the lobby. You're still pretty confused about how to achieve your new life mission to do good, but figure being a guardian is a good place to start. On your way in, you hold the door for Gramgram. You're seeking the guardians like your goddess Eldaith told you to in your vision. Ted hands you both the same forms he gave to Zula. So do you guys want to tell me what, what did I just hand you? We got a Guild of Guardians membership form. It's like a rating from 1 to 10 of our characteristics of how we feel about ourselves. So go ahead and fill those out. Okay. Didn't know I was taking a test. <laughs> how yeah. nice am I? I can always do better, so I'll say a 9. <laughs> Question 3 on the form says, how rich are your parents? I do not know my parents. Uh, you can circle the one. Yes, my parents died before I was born, as in total. Yes, yes, you can circle the one. Right. How attractive are you? I would take it I don't look too good. Man, you're not confident. <laughs> I'd say well, I my, got low charisma. My wrinkles add a good character to my look. but How magic are you? I know a few card tricks, but... Well, it's really about the magic that's given to you, right? I, I like your I like your shell. Oh well, I've been working on it. <laughs> you are very tall. Oh thank thank you thank you. I grew into it. What else is there on there? How many evil goblins can you kill with your bare hands? I put eight. I've never done it before, <laughs> and I don't plan on it. So I'm riding in a zero. Excuse me. Yes. What if I think I can kill ten evil goblins, but I actually I haven't before? Uh, should, I, should I just put ten? Just fill the form out to the best of your ability. Right. So Ted uh, gets all of your forms. You guys have noticed each other kind of turning them in. <laughs> I turn mine in the fastest, right? Good job. The adventurers at this point have sort of organized themselves into their typical parties. And Ted begins to announce everybody's party members. Okay, I need Zula. Oh, that's me, that's me. Erak. 
and Gralula, a.k.a. Gram Gram. I'm so excited to be here. Congratulations, uh, you three are in a party. Suddenly, everyone in the room turns their attention to the door. Oh my, I'd like to butter his buns. Last year's Sexiest Hero Alive uh, is approaching the window. There's a bunch of civilians outside who are posing for uh, quickly drawn sketches with him. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look so amazing to me. He's just nodding charmingly at everybody and he enters inside. And when he does, he's greeted by a bunch of the most impressive looking heroes. All right, I want to push past everybody and just get up to Nelgork. Be like, Nelgork, Nelgork, you have to help me. They just put me in a party with like some old turtle and someone who needs a cough drop. And Nelgork just scoops you up into his arms and gives you a big hug. No, Baby listen. sister, what's up? You look old. Well, uh, it's it's been three years, so... Oh, that's so long. Are you shorter than last time I saw you? Listen, listen Nelgork, I just... Get me assigned into your party, please. Ah. Uh, please. I can't really... Since you're kind of new still... So no. What? I mean, not today. You said you would bring me on an adventure one day. Yeah, absolutely. I think keep going through the Guardians. They've done great for me. And if you've got the talent. No, are you kidding me? Uh, You know what? I'll talk to Ted. I'll get him to add one of the best adventurers that I know to your party. Seriously, you can't lose if you have this guy. Oh my god, please. I'll just go drop a word with Ted. Drop a word with Ted. All right, dope, 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 dope. And uh, he walks off with his friends. Okay. Bye. It was great talking to you. So, see, you're a big fan of Nelgork. Oh, yeah. Um, Nelgork is um is my stepbrother. Who? Mm. He he just walked in. Everyone. He's famous. He's famous around here. I'm sure he's very popular. So, you guys know how at like the Secretary of State, there's like a take a card, take a number. So, this is like that, where there's just a stack of gold coins, and you just take the one that's at the bottom. Oh, me. I, I grabbed it. I grabbed okay. it. Okay. <laughs> when you grab that coin, you flip it over, and it's got a number on it, a number between one and a hundred. A number that tells you what civilian request you are assigned for the day. A number that we're going to have to roll. Uh to determine what monster we'll face in this episode. <laughs> so, who wants to do that? Technically, we got two dice if you want to split I the decision. I will split the responsibility. <laughs> you know? Uh, I'll take one half. And the number that is on that coin is... Uh, 40. 40. 40. What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) So it means that uh, just like in every episode of Roll For It, we are going to use the dice to decide which monster from our list of 100 you will encounter this episode. We rolled a 40, so now my brain's going to work to figure out how to incorporate monster number 40 into our story. Sounds good. So you guys watch as all the awesome-looking, scary-looking, all types of adventurers, they walk out to take care of their assigned mission for the day. But Ted actually approaches you and says, Nelgork's sister? Nelgork's sister? Zula. Yeah, Nelgork told me you need an extra boost for your first day. So ring this handbell when you get outside. Your new party member will find you. So you do as he says, and as soon as you ring the bell, a friendly-looking, kind of chonky, like a light brown mule trots over to you. And he has a few packs on his back, and his name is Durbin. (laughs) How do we know it's Nate? Um, <laughs> I guess it, it should be like a name tag thing. 
or maybe it's branded. Oh. Mm. No. <laughs> Don't talk about branded. Yeah. Sorry, Tell I said anything. <laughs> it just feels like his name is Derby. <laughs> the, the mule? Uh, is, there, is there anyone behind the mule? This is a mule. I asked Nelgar for help one time for all my entire life. And he gives me a mule? Uh, so Durbin just gives you a big kiss. Oh, oh. I weigh 700 pounds. I don't think he can carry me. <laughs> we'll be taking our time then. <laughs> so you check the letter that came with your assignment coin, and it says that you need to make your way over to Doc's Magic Shop, where the owner has been having a real problem in his basement. Ugh. Let's go. Why so you guys are traveling through the city, <laughs> that one section of the city? That, that one district. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The magic district. Yeah. Uh, Graham Graham has been through there when she was, like, <laughs> deciding where to set up shop. Ooh. Honestly, you have the most seniority in this city yes. between the three of you guys. As you guys are only a couple of blocks away, you start to hear some distant explosions. That doesn't sound very nice. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh, what is that? Is it our assigned mission? Look, run! Do you guys turn a corner into like a section of town that's got a lot of strange shops? One of these shops has a pillar of smoke rising up from it. And outside of it, frantically running around, stacking up buckets of water, is a high elf. As you see like lightning bolts and random stuff is just floating out of this building and sparkling and all types of things. He uh, spots you and says, Are you the guardians? What took you so long? Well, we were just sightseeing, but you've got quite the problem here. Hurry, please. What happened, sir? There's an elemental in there, and I don't really have time to explain it, but it, it, it exploded in the wrong spot, and it's going wild, and it's destroying the whole store. What's the right spot for it to explode in? <laughs> Come along now, children. I want to grab a bucket of water and just, like, run in. This place is pretty on fire, and the thing that's crazy is there's all these magic trinkets around the floor, and some of them are half burnt up. Some of the floor has kind of exploded, basically, and through the floorboards you see this fire elemental, vaguely humanoid in shape, but it's just flames, 10 foot by 10 foot, swirling around flames down there. It's hot in here. What do you guys do? Come on, guys, grab some buckets. Let's go. I take one of the buckets, and I douse myself completely in water. Then I grab another bucket. And we go in. Okay. Can I have you guys roll initiative? 18. Gram Gram, you are up first. How what far away am I from this creature? So the creature is uh, underneath you. The store is probably like 30 feet by 30 feet on the inside. It's kind of crammed in with a bunch of shelves. And the stairs you see are towards the back. 
but you can also see the creature through the floorboards. It is about like 20 feet okay. beneath you and towards the center of the basement level. I'm going to cast command. Okay. And I'm going to tell that creature, stop. And it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. You're good. He fails. The fire that surrounds the shop rages on, but the elemental that you see through the floorboards beneath you, it just shrinks and just floats in place in the middle of the floor down below. There, there. Good job. Good job. We gotta, we gotta get rid of this fire now. And then I just grab a bucket of water, throw it on something. Just dump it on whatever yeah, is closest. Yeah, just whatever is closest. You put out a fire behind one of the counters. I want to make my way towards the basement. You get to the bottom floor, you run up to the creature. What's your what's your plan here? He stopped he, being on fire, right? Like He didn't stop being on fire, but it sort of like shrunk in the center of the room. He stopped setting stuff. And he stopped on fire. moving around and freaking out. Oh, I'm gonna throw that bucket of water that I have. Okay. Right on him. So yeah, so you can make it to the bottom of the stairs and then What a horrible roll. It's not a it's not a total loss because you splash it onto the floor and into the corner and put out a little bit of the flames which are still kind of everywhere right now but uh, the creature doesn't seem to be affected. Well, the water that does splash onto it just instantly steams up towards yeah. the second floor. <laughs> Next up is the fire elemental. On its turn, it is going to stop <laughs> as it was commanded to do. It sits perfectly still and then it's back up to the top. It's the turtle's turn. What was your name? Eric. Eric. Very, very good. Come here, or I go to him, and I give you a big old smooch on your cheek, like a real mushy, like... And then you feel great. Um, I'm casting guidance on you. Once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. So you've got some lipstick on your uh, cheek. I feel blessed. <laughs> so that's a good kiss. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Zula, you're up. How how big is that hole in the floor? Two or three floorboards across, so maybe like a foot. Okay. Can I grab a bucket of water again and then just like jump on it to see if just I can break, break through, through it? Yeah. Sure. I'll have you make a strength check. Probably not. All right. So it's a nine. So it's a nine. Nothing happens. You spill a little bit of the water. The flames are like oh, licking at oh, your heels oh here. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Oh, my feet, guys. <laughs> my what, feet. What else do you want to do? All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pour the water in the hole and be like, heads up. It's about to rain. What'd you get? 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. The first one. Season two, first Nat 20. Bucket of water. Critical bucket. <laughs> you splash the water perfectly. It stays fully formed and it lands on the slightly shrunk version of the uh, fire elemental. Okay, so uh, the thing <laughs> steams up through the floorboards and you have to cover your face. It's just really hot. Remember to hydrate. You're still up on the second floor and uh, the creature is not bloodied or anything. It looks up at you and you <gasps> see its eyes glow and it just starts to float up in your direction. And then, Arak, it's your turn. I want to make my way up the stairs, grab another bucket of water, and meet it there. And then, on its turn, which is next, it creeps up right through the floorboards. The wood doesn't affect it at all, just morphs around it. And right in front of you, Zula, it's going to reach an arm out at you and just touch you. Whoa, 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 whoa! So you try not to get singed too bad from it. I rolled a... What's your armor class? Because I rolled... 14. 12. Oh no! <laughs> Are you wearing like leather armor? I'm wearing leather. Okay. Yeah. You take 11 
fire damage. Oh <laughs> my god! And you burst into flames. Somebody needs to take an action to put you out. Somehow you need to get put out, or you're gonna take some more damage. Can I throw the bucket of water on top of her? You're all the way at the bottom Graham of the Graham Graham's turn. She's at the bottom of the steps. Well, I go up and I dump the water on her. And then I'm going to use a bonus action to use healing word on her. The bucket works well enough and the flames are down. You're pretty much already charred and uh, barely alive. You but get five. Uh, you get five hit points. Mm-hmm. Healing word spell. Zula's turn then. You're still right next to this thing and okay. you can tell now that you're this close that any sort of melee attack is going to just burn you all over again. So Okay, I'm going to take out my great axe. It's going to swing for its knees. Does okay. it have knees? It's got fiery feet-ish things. All right, I'll just swing for the bottom. Okay. Somewhere in the bottom. You know, you're you're going to regret uh, doing that. My whole body hurts. Hey. All right, so... 14. 14 is actually going to hit. Oh, okay, uh, your axe slices through its bottom... Flames. It doesn't deal all five damage, though. It just deals half of that. Yeah, you want a piece of this? But as your blade passes through, it's the flames actually lick at your forearms as you swing, and you're going to take some damage from the fire. Three fire damage. <laughs> I'm not doing so hot. Well, that's debatable. So you still have movement? Yeah, I'm going to just step back a bit. <laughs> okay, how many bits? Just like a nice like five to seven feet. Just off the, the broken floorboard a little bit. <laughs> Eric's turn. I have a new bucket of water, I guess, in my, in my possession. You sure do. Is, is it towering above me as well, right? Yeah. And I take that bucket and just try to douse it. Good amount. Five more. The thing is still going wild. It moves in a random direction, not towards any of you, but towards a corner of the shop where it crashes into some strange magical items. You hear just a little like shatter and then a magic missile shoots out and it's aiming right for Zula and it goes right past Zula and hits Doc, the store owner, who's right outside in the chest. He's just taken off his feet and he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> and there's just chaos, and we're back up to Graham Graham's turn. Yeah, I used up both my spell slots already. And they were necessary. Yeah, we're going cantrips now, baby. <laughs> All right, what you going to do? It's time to fight fire with fire. I'm going to use sacred flame. Okay. Uh, the dex is 13. A flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range, and they must succeed a dex saving throw. I got a 16 on the save. So you got, you're fine. So, yeah, yeah so the... I um, don't even have to roll it. Elemental just shapes around it and just moves past it. Nice. Hmm. Zula. I want to go up to Doc and just hold him by the shoulders and be like, Do you have anything in your shop that can help us? I'm like shaking him vigorously. Tell me right now! In the second basement, the creature was in the way and I would have burnt up, but a device that you could bring back and just spray the thing with gallons of water. And also, please stop letting it shoot things at me. We're, we're trying our best. We're going to do our best. Thank you. I'm just going to go try to go down. Okay, so you just rush past it down the first flight of stairs, and then it is your turn, Iraq. You're still on the floor with it, and uh, it's just going in random directions, blowing shit up. I would say that I would go down the steps as well, then try to avoid this thing. All right, you rush down behind Zula and uh, reach the first basement. How many basements does this place have? Uh, you don't know. You know you've got it made when you have two basements. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this time it's going to again go in a random direction. Something on the floor just starts to, like, steam. It's like a baseball-sized piece of metal, and it just flies right through the fire elemental's head. Whoa! 
Dealing it some damage. <laughs> yeah. What a great turn of events. So it deals nine damage <laughs> as it... Uh, yeah. Better than we can do. <laughs> Thank you, universe. You hear like a little sonic boom as it passes through yeah. the creature and then uh, shatters on the other side of it. And then it is your turn, Gram Gram. Let's try this again, you sneaky one. And I cast Sacred Flame again. And I failed that time. Boom, 1d8. Okay, the thing is now bloodied. It, that means it has taken at least half damage. <laughs> and then we are back to Zula. Okay, so make a perception check when you reach the okay. uh, when you reach the first basement. You're not sure where the second basement is. 18. 18, all right. As you look around this bottom floor of the shop, it's less display-like and more boxes of half-burned things. There's also in the corner a place that's completely charred. Beneath that, you can barely make out because everything's just burnt black, is a uh, trapdoor and a broken ladder. Yeah, I'm gonna run towards that trapdoor and like look down and see how Basically, far. it's like a 15-foot drop. Uh, you could try to catch the ladder about halfway down. Let's do it. Eleven's gonna do it, so you drop and you catch the first ring of the ladder, and the ladder just snaps the rest of the way, but it carries you down, and as you glance around down here, it's even weirder stuff, like every <laughs> level. In one corner of the room, you see just this big golden tank that has all these crazy levers on it. Next to that, a giant hose with a <laughs> nozzle. Okay, sweet. And it says, in case of emergency only, right on the side of it. This is the emergency. <laughs> and by emergency, I mean only really bad fiery things. <laughs> like really bad things, like only maybe like fire elementals and things or something worse it's than that. Small fine print. <laughs> <laughs> it gets smaller every time. They run out of room at the end and have to curve it around. It curves around. around. <laughs> this is it. I, I'm hoping. All right. So Eric, you see her uh, jump down this trapdoor that you can barely make out until she disappears down it. And mm -hmm. you hear her just thud into the ground beneath it. Are you okay? Yeah, I think there's something in here we could use. Could I jump, like, jump down and like roll like a tuck? Yeah, unless you're making a, a monkish acrobatics check. <laughs> yeah, might as well you can get use some that extra D four. Get some monk mm -hmm. things going. Oh, on my ankle. You land a little hard, roll over, and you see this tank. So I'm just feeling all around this thing. Go ahead and make an investigation check. You can both make it as you guys try and figure out how this thing is gonna work. Six. Uh, seventeen. All right, all right. So um, you see that one particular valve connected to the wall, you can start to loosen up. You hear water flowing through, and the hose just thickens and then starts to like flail around a little bit. It's not spraying water yet. You're a genius. We have to get up there. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a old turtle woman just face to face staring at this gigantic fire monster, which is going to do something. <laughs> it crosses over a pile of potions and this time instead of just shooting a magical thing in some direction it just explodes and the explosion is pretty enormous uh, i need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me gram gram that's exactly what you need <sighs> and shrapnel flies towards you but you manage to turn and much of it just sort of hits and bounces off your shell and nothing nothing actually hurts you you're being very irresponsible all right so you guys are gonna have to both heave this thing up <laughs> Help me throw this through the hole. Do you want to go up first and I throw it up to you? Yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. All right. <laughs> okay, so you climb up the... I guess you're going to have to no, jump, jump for that. It broke, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll try to jump it first. Another athletics check is okay. you kick off the wall and try to lift yourself onto the second story. 
10. 10? Okay. You grab onto the ledge. I'll actually let you climb your way the rest of the way up, okay. but it'll be the end of your turn. You'll okay. just be lying on the ground. That's fine. On the first basement floor. <laughs> I'm so out of shape. <laughs> I try to do the same thing, but only with the hose. Like, I'll jump off the wall and try to toss it up to her. 17. 17 will do it. Uh, you're just sitting there trying to catch your breath, and this heavy hose just lands right on your gut. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I oh. climb the hose. Oh. As she grabs it, and I just, like, use it as a rope. <laughs> okay, yeah, you you're so. genius. All right, the two of you are on the first basement floor, up on the <gasps> upper level. The okay. uh, elemental will move again. This time, it will turn and spot Gram Gram and approach menacingly. It's naughty, going to naughty. reach out an arm. It's going to miss, actually. It swipes like a big, hot thing. I duck my head into my your, shell. You just duck out of the way, <laughs> pop back up after it, and you, you pat a tiny little flame off the top of your head, and it is your turn. Silly, silly boy. <laughs> yeah, another sacred flame. Go for it. I kind of picture, like, you know how in Mortal Kombat, like, when, like, Sub-Zero shoots his ice up, and then it, like, comes down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Like, kind of like that, like, whoosh, and then it comes down on him. Fatality. Okay, yeah. so. Pretty much. You brandish your holy symbol, and. Yeah, it's uh, more of, like, holding up my pearl-studded holy symbol, and I just go, oh, well, Nathan. <laughs> down comes this flame, and it strikes through the thing's chest, and it just starts to, like, retreat away from you and towards back towards the center to just continue to break stuff. They're not done yet. <laughs> and uh, as it goes over some of the flames, you see it picks some of them up, adding them to its own form, yeah. like trying to heal a little bit just by growing. Oh. Zula's turn. Can I see like where it is above me? It's actually just crossing right over that same broken area of the floor that you tried to get through. All right, I want to grab my great axe and just start hacking away at the floorboards to try to get it like to the basement. <laughs> A nine. You're going to hit the floor. I mean, so yeah, go for your damage. Yeah. You crack through it and you wait for it to fall. It just, it's just hovering right <laughs> over, right over top. But, but there's, there's more of a visual of it. It's, okay. it's visual. Okay. For sure. Okay. I grab the hose, aim it straight at that thing and let it rip. Okay. Make a strength saving throw. As you release the nozzle, the impact almost takes you off your feet of just just the rush of the water. So now I'm going to have you make an attack roll as you keep your footing and you're trying to point it right at the fire creature on the floor above. So it's not quite enough. It's really hard to aim this thing. Grand Grand, you just see this water just spray up through random spots of the floorboards. And then it is the creature's turn again. This time the elemental flies over this weird white suit of armor that's laying on the ground. It's been knocked over and the armor just activates itself and just surrounds the fire elemental like as a shield. Like he puts it on? He doesn't seem to be doing it on purpose, but the magic item activates and seems to just protect him. You're very fancy now, but my magic will still get you. So this time uh, your flame appears and it just deflects off of this armor that's on its chest and then it is uh, Zula's turn again. I'm gonna try bring the hose up there. Okay. This time, yeah. Okay, so do you want to try and power it off first or going? I'm just gonna keep it going. <laughs> Alright, make a strength uh, saving throw. Yeah. Okay, nine. Nine, okay. So you make it like halfway up the stairs just occasionally just banging into the side <laughs> of the stone. You guys together are able to walk up to the top floor. <laughs> It's just going everywhere. Just, just turn it off real quick. But, but the more water, out, the better. It put out most of the flames on the first basement level. So, Woo-hoo. you know. Nice. 
That's right. Silver lining. That's what we came here for. It's the thing's turn. It is going to... Oh, no, me. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Man, just because Zula's getting the worst odds here. It randomly selected Zula, <laughs> who's who's got the hose, and she's finally ready, and the thing, it rushes up to you and is going to attack you again. Oh, no. What's your HP? Three? Don't think it's going to be enough. All right, let's see. It reaches out an arm and it just goes through the center of you and your armor is completely charred and your skin is burnt to a crisp and you fall to the ground. Oh my god, I can make a new character. (laughs) On episode one. Massive damage can kill you instantly when damage reduces you to zero and there's damage remaining. You die if the damage equals or exceeds your hit point maximum. So you're not dead. I'm not dead. You're not (gasps) dead. You're just dying. I'm dying. (laughs) Okay. The hose becomes a lot heavier, Arak, and it is Gram Gram's turn. Oh, dearie. I just, like, kind of hustle on over there, and I give Zula this big hug around her, and I just, like, hold her, and I go, it's all right. (laughs) And I cast Spare the Dying. I touch a living creature that has zero hit points. The creature becomes stable. Her breathing steadies. Arak, you're up. Am I the only one holding the the hose right now? Yeah, you are, but all four of you, including the monster, are, like, right in this sort of corner of the store now at this moment. Up close and personal. Well, being that I'm right in the corner then, I just brace myself against the corner with the hose. Okay. Just aim it at this elemental. And whatever force the hose is, like, the, the wall is going to absorb any of that. <laughs> and just right. let it rip on this. Make your attack roll. Just trying to get some water on it. Pew, pew. 14? 14 is what you need. Woo! Woo! So, <laughs> so uh, water just... Sprays all over this thing. Oh, I'm gonna have you, you roll four d six damage. Ooh. It's forcing you against the wall, but you're just spraying the thing with gallons and gallons of water, and it tries to just swipe its arm at the three of you and just take all of you out in one more sweep. But you just spray its whole midsection just evaporates, and then the two arms just sort of float up into the air and turn into nothing. The elemental is destroyed. That was easy. You guys have a dying Zula or a stable Zula in your arms. And uh, as you just continue to spray the room, you hear just another couple of little shatters of just random things still going up in the flames. Um, uh, Mr. Doc. You see him peep his head around the corner and just glance around at everything. <laughs> um, You've been very naughty releasing this thing, but if you could give us a healing potion or two, I think we could make a deal. Yes, let me see what I have. And he just scours through like broken remains of what is around. It takes him a couple minutes, but he does find one healing potion. Wake up, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) So Zula, you wake up. uh, Life is good again. Life is okay. (laughs) You're in some pain still, but uh, the shop is mostly intact, despite everything that's inside it. Uh, You guys look over and you see that Durbin is just standing outside. (laughs) Oh, great. Durbin's here. Yay. He sort of reaches his snout back and pulls something out of his pack, and it's just a crumbled up piece of paper. What is The donkey um, has a letter. It's a Yelp review. You're supposed to hand this to Doc, and, and he's going to fill that out based on how satisfied he is with your performance. Five stars, I would assume. <laughs> your shop is still standing. You hand over the form. I just want to like walk back in because 
Zula is kind of a klepto. Okay. And just find, like, look at whatever's closest that's shiniest. Just Make a perception check for me. Okay. Plus two. Three? <laughs> you, got a, you got a nat one? Yes. Okay. Oh Don't worry, God, the next game will be rolls. better. All right, you, you see something kind of shiny and green. <laughs> Man, this is not Zula's episode for sure. <laughs> you pick up a piece of glass that cuts your finger for one, <laughs> one damage. Sure. <laughs> uh, you guys head back towards the guild. Where you're supposed to basically turn in your quest, get some compensation, check in, make sure everything is good. You guys are more tired than you were on your way here. It's very exciting now, children, wasn't it? You feeling okay after all that, uh, all that burning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got, got a, got a stretch. I was a little worried about you. You can never win all the time, <laughs> but you almost lost. Kind of flipping around this piece of glass in your hand as well. Like, like you, you're growing to like it more as you go. A memento. You playing with the glass that just cut your hand? <laughs> it's to remember our first adventure by. <laughs> as you guys turn the corner back to the guild, uh, you see that there's a larger crowd outside than normal even. As you get closer, you hear that the shouts are like, what good are the guardians? My request wasn't even fulfilled. I had lost my home to a werewolf. Nobody ever showed up today. And you we get closer and you're ours. sort of hearing that murmur around and you've reached into the crowd. Towards the front of the line, you see finally the door opens and Ted, the warfort with the forearms, he uh, comes out and he has a clipboard in front of him and he says, um, so... All of the guardians vanished. And everybody just falls into like an immediate silence. And Ted just scans the crowd and then he notices you three and he's like, Oh, those three didn't vanish. And the entire crowd Mm -hmm. turns to you and just stares in silence, the three of you, the last guardians. And Durbin. And that's where we're going to end episode one. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god I like How are you guys' characters feeling right now? Uh, Graham Graham is feeling super super great um, she I didn't love your take, character yeah. She didn't take any damage <laughs> um, She's just had a blast with El Daith You know, communicating with her goddess the whole time Being like, let's do this You know, a little nervous about where all the guardians went though I'm definitely liking where Eric is going I, I like his reserved nature but yet he wants to step up and kind of, you know, make things happen and see where that goes. I don't know. Zula's definitely feeling the heat. She she now realizes why <laughs> she was never taken with on adventures. But she's on top of the world right now because she made it out alive. I thought you were going to be dead dead. Dude, for sure. <laughs> I was like, man, no way. First episode in. If I died, though, I would come back as Nelgork's like girlfriend or something. <laughs> yeah, that's episode one of season two of roll for it thanks everybody so much for listening shout out to our patreon people and uh shout out to our new cast thank you guys so much for being here today thank you colleen andrew and kendall you guys have done a great job let's continue to do that no pressure (laughs) i hope your roles are better next time. oh my god that was insane (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.